Welcome to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students in the Upper School. I'm joined today by two members of our science mm -hmm. department, Lower School Science, Miss Kelly Bickley. Kelly, thank you for being here. Of course. And Mr. Grantham Jones, mm. Middle School Science. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Okay, so... Um, so faith in science, I mean, it's it's actually, although um, as I've, I've shared, we have another episode of this podcast as well that we've done with some of our upper school uh, science teachers. So I'm going to ask you some of the same questions. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, that we've talked about is just that faith science combo is so interesting. People have lots of different views on it. You know, mm -hmm. some people in the world find them totally incompatible. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of just interesting dynamics with that. So being a Christian school and putting science at the forefront, I'm curious for you as a teacher, how do you handle that? What's your approach to that? What's the relationship between science and faith? And we'll start with you, you know, and obviously you have an added layer of like, you have five-year-old kindergartners, right? and then you have fifth graders who are probably starting to ask some good questions about stuff. They do. Yeah. No, it starts, it starts young, but it's so amazing. Like today we did try to do Christmas uh, science over this break. Um, before Christmas comes and it's we're doing gingerbread houses mm -hmm. so super simple it's like an engineering challenge and taking the houses and integrating faith into that how simple that is it's like okay how can you take a gingerbread house right. into you know yeah. a biblical truth into something like that um, but just the simple idea of putting Bible verses into the kids and it's not a whole Bible story sure but here is you know the gingerbread man trying to get to the house they have to design this house so the wolf can't get to them and then going into Matthew like what is our firm foundation as Christians? Mm, yeah. Like, um, are we reading the word and are we standing firm? Or are we taking it in and not using it? So that was the challenge today with my fifth graders of, you know, here's this house that you have to design. It has to be structurally sound. But as Christians, how is your life? Like, how are you applying, you know, your Christian faith? How is yeah. it coming out? Um, so taking those biblical truths and integrating it into the science lesson, I almost every lesson there are biblical truths that can be integrated. And that's what I love about it. It's yeah. like, we don't have to shy away from it. Mm. It's like, we have a plan. We can have this time to be like, okay, here we go. It's two, maybe two minutes of talking about it, but these kids are getting it, but applying it and processing it through science yeah. mm. or a STEM challenge or um, whatever it is, right. how simple it is, is. Yeah, what's a STEM challenge? You don't know STEM? Well, I'm just for our listeners. You know? STEM. Of course, well, so it keeps I know. changing. It keeps changing. It's STEM to STEAM, and now some places do STEAM. Yeah. So science, okay. technology, engineering, math. So right. it's more the engineering, building, processing. Yeah. What kinds of stuff do our kids build in lower school? Gingerbread houses. Well, yeah. I got that. But, so know. fourth grade, we're talking um, energy. So they're building roller coasters. We have these pipe awesome. insulation foams. Mm. The room turns into a, like an amusement park. So it's amazing. It's loud. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but just learning about energy and they take a marble and do hills and loops and um, kinetic energy, potential energy, all those different things. Awesome. I so yeah. lots of hands-on, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Grantham, what about for you? Because you have middle school students mm -hmm. who are who are in the mode of questioning everything. I mm -hmm. mean, like some of our parents would who are listening would probably say like really truly everything like you know why do i need to eat a meal <laughs> right, like, right you know why do i have to wear a shirt i mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so what's that like with this faith science intersection in middle school what's your approach to that yeah i think um 
Mr. Agwan, Eric Agwan, mm-hmm. who works on this campus, he has a quote that he always says, which is, uh, the Lord is in the business of winning souls and business is booming. And I think that that makes me think about um, like how the Lord is always revealing himself to us, right? And I think you get this beautiful thing with seventh graders, especially, that they're so inquisitive. They have such a deep level of inquiry that they they want to know. So then getting to be able to be that person that um, I try to let the Lord reveal himself through that science, right? I mean, I told Mike before this, before we started recording that uh, they're turning in their science fair projects today. So <laughs> I, I basically force them to pick something that they enjoy. And then they have to just elaborate on that. And I think that um, like that, there's that verse in Proverbs that's uh, the heart of a person is like deep water and he who has purpose draws it out. And I think that that's kind of like the Bible's version of like the unexamined life is not worth living. And so I think mm-hmm. these kids, like they, they want to know. And so if you give them the ability to um, kind of just like ask the hard questions about something that they're passionate about, the Lord kind of does the rest. And mm-hmm. I've gotten to see that firsthand every single year. So yeah, mm. that science fair project. I mean, ah. it's going back. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that's a, like. Do you a remember long... what you did? Oh yeah, I did. Um, weather weather affects weather weather there weather weather. Uh, <laughs> does weather affect fingerprints at a crime scene? Okay. So like wow. you know, if someone commits a crime mm-hmm. and it rains or mm-hmm. it snows or it hails or whatnot. What's the impact on their ability to to get fingerprints? And do you remember what happened? Um, of course I remember, but I don't want to share that with everybody. <laughs> of I course, mean, that might, there right. might be some criminals out there <laughs> true. Yeah. that are listening. Yeah. Uh, oh, funny. uh, yeah, it, it, it does on some weather, but frankly, I can't remember. Yeah, that's okay. So, yeah. but, um, anyway, state science fair, 1995. Debbie oh, wow. Was you my made teacher, it to state. So I did. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, impressive. I did. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Does that go on your resume? Um, <laughs> honestly, I, it's funny because I, I said this to the other teachers. Science was not my thing. I mm. really I really struggled with science. So, um, you know, I don't know what that project was like. Maybe my one shining science moment. <laughs> it was all downhill from there oh, no. after after seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a skill set standpoint, what is it? I mean, let's start. Let's build from from K to 12. So let's start with a kindergartner who's mm-hmm. in your science class. Right. Who's going to spend six years with you? What are you hoping before they get to Grantham and our middle school team, what are you hoping that they've gained and, and learned and that you would look back on and say, yeah, they've they've gotten what we've hoped for out of this program? I think a sense of like, you know, especially as Christians, we are to love God and love our neighbors, mm. but to take something as simple as science and being stewards of that and learning mm. how all these different, you know, um, terminologies or processes or whatever they're learning, those those building blocks um, after they get out of elementary or school, how can they use what they've learned in the program mm-hmm. up through high school and apply it into their lives? Like, how can we love others through science? You know, maybe it's through 3D printing, robotic arms, or um, but learning those building blocks of like, we love to do the four C's in lower school, creative, critical thinking, communication, creativity, um, collaboration. And those are huge in the science lab in the lower school. So that's what I love about like, like doing a STEM project these kids have to work collaboratively, figure out hard things, yeah. um, but then they grow from it. So maybe it's like we're learning about the atom or whatever it is. And I know when they go to middle school, mm-hmm. it's just going to be expanded on. Right. So as an example of that, like like this is in my head, I always think about the dissections. Yes. Because, because 
like Violet came home as a kindergartner. <laughs> and the pickle. Right? They dissect the pickle. Yes. Right? But she knew like every year I'm going to dissect something and, and they build on each other, right? So maybe right. talk a little bit about that. Um, like, you know, what are the things and what's the goal of having them do those dissections? Right. So, yes, kindergarten, it's a pickle. It's so cute. They put on their lab coats, the goggles. Half the battle is putting on the lab yeah, coats right. and That's the gloves. That's half the class, actually. It really yeah. is. It's about 15 minutes. But these kids, they'll, they'll have a little pickle, the dissecting tray. So they're just learning the techniques of doing a, you know, a true dissection. Yeah. Um, and they're so cute. They'll open it up with their scissors and... Um, they're like so surprised there's seeds inside this yeah. pickle. Like it's it's amazing. But when they get to like third grade, yeah. it's like, you made me dissect a pickle. Yeah. And I'm like, but when you were in kindergarten, you, you it loved was awesome. it. Yeah. It was like, whoa, their yeah. eyes would be so right. big. Um, in first grade, the grasshopper. So it's taking what they learn um, in, you know, or science or physical science or whatever it is and applying it hands on. Um, the grasshopper seeing the parts of it and again applying biblical truths to that of like how God created everything for a purpose and a plan and everything is so different Um, second grade we do that squid which is so fun Mm. they get the little ink sack and they get to write with it oh my gosh Um, I didn't know that and then a fish in fourth grade which is the stinkiest thing ever and it's usually 90 degrees when we do it Um, but again just seeing the intricacies of God's creation hands on in front of them and how everything works together fifth grade like a pig heart Amazing, right? They actually get to see a heart that looks like ours yeah. and how it functions. And- That's awesome. So I see that as like part of it is skill-based of learning how to do a dissection, but part of it is also, and then there's some content knowledge of different parts of the body and right. different, but then there's also sort of this inquiry process of by the time you've reached middle school, you have at least six times in this one project gone through a, you know, what are we trying to find? How would I go about finding it? How would I go about documenting it? Right? right. That That is pretty neat, I feel like, mm-hmm. to pass on to you. Because yeah. you guys do dissections as well in the middle. Do you, is it still a frog? <laughs> it is still a frog. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, they all come in like one big five-gallon bucket. Yeah, so. that's fun when mm-hmm. that shows up every year. Yeah. <laughs> the frogs are here. Yeah. Yeah. They... Uh, I, I do love the frogs. And I think to your point, they it does kind of open up um, a really awesome experience to kind of build on what they've already done in lower school. And I think from a standardized perspective, you know, we, we operate under the NGSS, Next Generation Science Standards. And I think getting to work on our in-service days with the high schoolers, uh, with the high school teachers, um, you kind of see how everything is sort of interwoven. And as you work from lower school, we're super fortunate to be K through 12 because mm-hmm. you get you know, kind of all of these building blocks then build up those skills. And I think that if I brought pickles to my seventh graders, <laughs> <laughs> they would love they just, it. They, they would, would love it. it. Yeah, they would, they would like, why do I need a knife? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, bite into the thing. <laughs> yeah, but I think that, that it, we, we do such a good job of kind of streamlining it to where um, the skills, to, to, to your point, um, they they get greater and greater and greater until eventually, you know, these kids, they go, they go to high school and, you know, mm-hmm. they can go to anatomy phys or be in an AP bio class and just be really well prepared for that. So Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's all like pointing back to God and his creation, the intentionality of it, mm-hmm. reinforcing all the way through it, which I think is, is is super cool. What else do you, as as like middle school science, what are your goals for kids that when they go to high school, that mm-hmm. you, what are the things you want them to have? Yeah, I think uh, obviously with, you know, STEM at such the forefront of where we're at in our education uh, and kind of like the educational zeitgeist, if you will, it's like such a, a primary thing. 
I think that we want to build up the basic skills like they need to know, obviously, about atomic theory and then moving our way through the cells and then going up through ecosystems and biomes. But I think the overarching, like you talked about the four C's, um, we want these kids to be able to critically think in whatever they do. And so I think in science, I try to give them opportunities, number one, to critically think and take ownership of something they're passionate about. But I also try to give as many possibilities and opportunities of them to work in groups because at the end of the day, you know, when you go into the workforce later in life, you know, you would hope that these kids can work well as a team. And so I think in my class, I do a ton of group work um, mm -hmm. so that they can work with their friends, have some time to learn about the content, but then ultimately kind of refine those skills so that they're a good teammate, which is what everybody wants to be. So I know in addition to in the classroom stuff, there's other there's other ways for both of you that, that you're involved. One of them, I know, I think recently you brought in an outside speaker. Is that mm -hmm. accurate? Can you share a little bit about of that? Course. And, yeah. So second grade, they're learning about pollination. And we brought in a company from outside, a San Diego place. And she came in and um, did a whole presentation for all the second graders. So we got to use the quad, the new quad area. Yeah. Um, and she did a, an amazing presentation of just connecting what they read in a book to, you know, bringing in flowers and the kids got to feel it. They got to learn about the different parts, how, um, you know, how it's all connected, the, the bees and the bats and different things. And so kids got to see hands-on, not in the classroom, but kind of outside. Yeah. And they yeah. do, they'll take field trips, um, to different places like yeah. the lagoon. I think, I think the zoo even was the one zoo. Yeah. 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 So. Awesome. And then Grantham, mm -hmm. you know, in, in addition to, I don't know if there are, are there science related um, trips that we do in the middle school, but yeah, definitely more elective based. Like, so they they actually, I think yesterday or maybe two, two days ago, the marine biology elective, they went to the aquarium together. Okay. So. What yeah. are some of the science elect? So there's marine biology. Marine I mean, biology. You, is it still forensics? Forensics okay. is what I teach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and fine. then, uh, oh, so you, you should know the fingerprints. I was thing. just going to say <laughs> you would have fit right in. Um, so, and then it's engineering. So Ms. Okay. Mrs. Schick teaches uh, yeah. engineering and then Kelly teaches. Awesome. Kelly yeah. Um, yeah. She teaches marine bio and I have forensics. So. And I, and I think it's, it's also just fascinating to me. It's so hands-on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. all the way through, uh, you know, you've already talked about a lot of that in lower school. And I, I just know from getting like Mrs. Schick will send out these emails of like, yeah. Teachers, be aware, right. we're blowing stuff up today. <laughs> yeah. There might be some loud booms, right. you know. So yeah. what kinds of things like that besides dissecting the frog mm -hmm. in the middle school program are there? Yeah, so in forensics, we start off with things like glass fracturing or fingerprinting. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately, by the end of the quarter, they have like a campus-wide crime that they have to solve where they have stations and they'll go oh, around. Awesome. Why have I not been involved in this? Yeah, I can I bring know, you I in. Come. You can be the yeah. fingerprint. I totally want to come. Can I be the criminal? Yeah, yeah. that oh, would you be fun. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Weather to it though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah. um, but it's it's an amazing experience, and uh, it's kind of like like we said before, stacking the foundational things so that they can apply all those things in hands-on learning. Yeah. And yeah, so it's really cool. Um, I mean, we even do a fire forensics one where they see how different fabrics will burn, and uh, we do like chromatography tests with different inks and things yeah. like that. So they get to put all that stuff together. It's called Who Stole the Gold. That's the name. Okay. Of the, name of the that's final good. lab. Mm -hmm. That's solid. And then, of course, outside of science, too, I, I should note, I mean, mm -hmm. you like you lead worship at chapel. I know you've been on a number of retreats. Mm -hmm. Why is it important that kids see you doing those things and not just being a teacher in your classroom? Yeah, I think that uh, one of my favorite quotes is Frederick Buechner. Um, he says, the place that God calls you to is a place where um, the world's deep hunger and your deep gladness meet. And I think that like the world is deeply, deeply hungry for um, mentorship and for um, 
adults leading kids in a Christ-like manner. Um, and I think every teacher that teaches here that I've gotten to know, they're deeply glad when they get to see that potential realized. Mm-hmm. And so I think our school does such an amazing job um, with these kids trying to ultimately shepherd them towards what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And like God calls us to excellence. And so I think we get to see that in the classroom um, magnified to the nth degree. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's the goal. And thank you both for being such a a huge part of it. And I know, especially like last question for you, Kelly, I mean, you've, you've been on this journey as a teacher, but also as a parent, Mm -hmm. right? What has that been like, you know, investing in all these kids, but then watching your kids go through and, and receive some of that too. It's been amazing. So when we have like groups that come and look at our school, I just want to like burst with pride. (laughs) I really do. And I'm like, I've had kids from preschool. Both my kids, Drew and Paige, have been preschool, and then Drew will graduate this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I look back, and I'm so blessed and so thankful for this place. Um, the te- it's the teachers for me. And when I tell people outside of Santa Fe, I'm like, you won't beat the teachers. Mm-hmm. It's not so much the curriculum. The curriculum is amazing, but it's the love these teachers have yeah. for my kids. And hearing, you know, you know, I'll get a text or some, you know, Drew, it was so fun to talk to Drew today or whatever. It's the investment that has been placed on these kids to become Christians, I mean, not to become Christians, but to become Christ-like and to live out their life through education, through whatever they're learning, to become these citizens that will go on to glorify God and and find their passion and find their purpose. I couldn't be more thankful that my kids are getting that from you. So thank you You're so welcome. much for that. You know, they'll get you one day. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see if they have that same <laughs> yeah. response. But. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you both for being here. You're, you're both such a huge part of this place. And um, whether it's been, you know, for a longer time, I was going to say for a shorter time, but it's been five years now. So, you know, I you're remember kinda, when we started. Yeah. yeah you're I remember going to Tucson in. with Drew and oh kind of like breaking my ankles on the basketball court. But yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but we're so thankful for the impact you both make here in science and elsewhere. And uh, thanks for being on the podcast. Mm. So make sure Chad hears all the shots I took at. (laughs) Oh, he will. Okay. You'll be getting texts. (laughs) Thank you, guys. And thank you for listening or watching. If this is your first time checking us out, we have other episodes of our Eagle Perspective podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or elsewhere podcasts are found. We look forward to being back with you again soon.